0: what people always bring up you're blackmailable if you're having an affair, but is there until ex- the moment you admit something? Is there an example of that happening anytime in our history where a president's been blackmailed? We've had a lot of presidents with mistresses.
1: Yeah, yeah, the blackmail thing's always uh, interesting because you know if you say it, eh, you know what I did. I feel bad about it, but yeah, I did what they said. <laughs> you're no longer blackmailable. Well, that's that's what, uh, and you would have to have some shame. That, that's what Letterman did, right?
0: You're not extorting money out of me. I'm going on the air tonight to tell everybody what I did, right? maybe you'd invade mexico or something like polk or somebody i don't know was polk seeing somebody
1: else mm-hmm. i remember one of the more uh, intriguing notions i ran into uh, back in my college days while i was becoming a truly notable alumni <laughs> of parkland college in uh, champaign illinois the reason i think of it is that terrible shooting was in parkland florida and there's a i think there's a parkland college there but so it always comes up when i search on whether i'm a notable alum yet um uh, I remember back when you couldn't be gay in the military or in a couple of different positions. It was because you know if you're gay, you could be oh, blackmailed right, that right. they would reveal it. And and the teacher pointed out, well, if you make it okay to be gay in the military, then you can't blackmail anybody. So decent point, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> similarly, I, if you make it okay to
0: cheat on your wife as president, it's your business. You can't blackmail them. Right. Right.
1: Mike Pence rolling around with some uh, porn gal beyond uh, that'd be that'd be shocking. He might want to avoid that coming out. Trump, I don't think Trump cares. Although I get the idea Melania is a proud woman. She's uh, signed on to be a, a trophy wife of a billionaire, which is a different life view than you know me and mine have. You don't. We don't know that. That's what she thinks. You think she fell in love with
0: him? It's certainly possible. Well, yeah, I definitely think that. Um... Uh, but it's definitely possible that she thinks, oh, yeah, he ran around and, and when he was younger and on his other wives and everything like that, but that ended with me. It's very possible she thinks that. Mm. And that this is completely shocking to find out that he kept doing it after they got married. Now, on the other hand, it could be the opposite. Could be, yeah, I I knew what kind of guy he was when I married him. That's the kind of guy he is, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if their thing crumbles. Her reaction to the Billy Bush tape was that was just locker room talk. Boys talk that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm looking at, and we've barely scratched the surface of a lot of really interesting thoughts on the school shootings and everything like that. and
0: especially the more we learn about this kid, then it gets super complicated.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it is complicated. Because he wasn't, it doesn't look like,
0: maybe there's more to come out, but he wasn't into the clearly needs to be institutionalized by the state can't have a gun. He wasn't in that territory. No. But he was in the territory of, do I want him to have a gun? No. No. Based on his life. Kicked out of school for, among other things, attacking uh, a dude who was dating his Mm. ex-girlfriend. Beat him down. That's one of the reasons he got kicked out of school. Well, I've known a number of people who've done that. Yeah. They shouldn't have had their constitutional right to own a gun taken away from them. Probably.
1: Probably not. Although there are plenty of laws that say if you have committed an act of uh, domestic violence, you can't have a gun. So, you know, maybe we keep exploring that uh, that end of things. Meanwhile, we uh, a little yin and yang of psychotropic drugs. We have one person say, no, you really exaggerated how dangerous they are, blah, blah, blah. Then we have this long and powerful email, personal experience about how people with emotional problems take some of these drugs and immediately have suicidal or homicidal thoughts. And now it's a terrible problem. Gives a bunch of different examples, both from the news and from real life. Um, One friend told me that when she once missed three doses, all she could think about was how much she hated life itself and how much she hated her parents for giving her life. One friend told me years later that she told her daughter she was going to slit her throat if she didn't hurry up and get ready for school. Um... Another friend of a friend killed herself in such a horrible way after two days on an SSRI. Um, her family can't even bring themselves to talk about it, blah, 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 blah. James Holmes, the movie theater shooter, even tried to tell his professor what was happening to him on psychotropic meds, etc. Sir, you, so you have that issue. And a lot, was you know, this, in, similar to the whole 18 school shootings since January 1st, which is fictional, uh, there are a lot of people will tell you that every school shooter has been on these drugs. It's not true. Was but a number kid? of them have been. Was this kid? I don't know that.
0: I haven't heard that he was. We did have this story earlier. This seems pretty easily verified by CNN. They went to the Broward County Sheriff's Office, and the uh, sheriff's deputies had been to this kid's home 39 times over seven years for a variety of things. Elder abuse, I guess, fighting with probably, probably, his mom trying to control him and him fighting her. Right. Uh, Domestic abuse, which is also probably the same thing. And... um, you know, that, that's a rough, rough lifestyle because a neighbor who, who's, who seemed pretty, um, who was interviewed by the New York Times and seemed pretty uh, compassionate toward the kid. So the kid was over at my house a lot, but he'd go crazy and I'd have to make him leave because he was de- destroying stuff. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. then he'd come back and apologize afterwards.
1: Got this note. We have many veterans and retired police officers in this country. We have National Guardsmen that work part time. What if we put one on every campus that wanted or needed one? We'll argue gun control until we're all exhausted and have to take naps. One trained professional on each campus. Give them a taser and a radio. Give them a weapon, whatever. They're trained to handle firearms and live fire situations. Many of them need work. My daughter's high school has a police officer on campus. Last year, a student in one of her classes threatened to go get his gun out of his car and kill the teacher. She ran to the office. The officer found two rifles in the kid's car. We live in an affluent suburb of Southern California. Um, etc. I would say to this, you know, I've tried to be respectful of different people's points of view and their passions in this, but if you are one of those people who argues against a carefully trained and qualified teacher or administrator who is licensed to have a weapon on campus by saying, we want more guns in schools. You don't have the intellectual capacity to join in this discussion. Well, you're right. You that have is tried a to be moronic <laughs> point of view. Moronic.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know how easy that would be to do, though. I'm not sure everybody has it. The... You think it would be? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. not sure everybody has the capacity to be trained in uh, trained well in oh, shooting no. a gun
1: No. I, do you a, think every school has I, I would has never somebody? ever claim I think every school... I would say the vast majority of schools do have a person who could be trusted in that role if they so choo- chose, or as this person suggests, have a, a retired police officer or, or whomever. I like that member, idea better. How about this? Let's put it like this. A teacher, administrator, or member of the community who is qualified and in every way.
0: I like that idea a lot better. It's just I've done some of the training and then started to do the training and then let it lapse, and it's just... I mean, it's something you got to stay on top of. It's mm-hmm. like if you haven't played golf for a long time. Right. If you want to be able to react in a crisis situation and do well, then you'd have to put some effort into it. There yeah. might be people that are willing to do that and take it very seriously, and there probably are. But I like that other idea better.
1: If I, well, I, uh, I, Let me let me jump in real quickly, though. Even if you're not very good, if you're willing to take that risk, as soon as you engage the shooter, victims stop dying. Oh, yeah.
0: That'd be better than not. Right. Um, but I like the the former military person or cop or whatever would think there'd be enough people that would volunteer to do that you wouldn't even have to pay him it's like the nice guy at my kid's school who's the crossing guard mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he just volunteers to do that because he likes to help out
1: yeah if i were available i would be happy to do it for a few
0: hours a week i could see my brother um who'd definitely be qualified in retirement happy to hang out at the school and do that
1: yeah you know the israeli system i think is what unfortunately it's tragic listen i'm horrified to have to say this but i think it we're at the point the israeli system is something i think we ought to adopt and i don't know just a little about it but the doors are locked you can't get in and out unless you're supposed to be there once it's time and everybody's in school um and Multiple staffers are trained by the military to respond in case of an attack, and nobody knows who they are or you know who knows maybe somebody figures it out but it's it's absolutely not official who they are and where the weapons are, et cetera, et cetera, but they are very carefully trained. And so, if some bad guy comes onto the school and attempts to do harm, you have uh, a handful of people who are ready to respond. Boy, I'm not ready to get there yet. I just think we're it's, there.
0: I just think it's so unlikely that it happens. I would like to know more from a, from mental health professionals what it does to kids' view of the world, or or just you know their view of humanity. To have that presented to them, this is why the doors lock behind you in school every day for something that's so incredibly unlikely. That's there's almost, n- there's, discussing. A- there's almost no chance of it happening. Well, they do active shooter drills, though, now. Yeah, I know. I, I, I have troubles with that, too. So I just I just wonder what that's doing to kids. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why I would like to talk to somebody who's a professional. About right, it. right. But I, I'd like to know what that does to your outlook on life, to think, oh, my God. So it's it's so likely, like a fire, that somebody's going to come in here and shoot me, that we're doing these practices. I don't know what that does to people's psychology. Maybe it's no harm. Or maybe it is. Mm. For something that's really unlikely.
1: New listener to your show, even though I agree with only 50% of the commentary expressed, to my curiosity of others' points of view, keep, kept me tuning in until today, which was yesterday. Uh, being a new listener, I'm unable to, deter- to determine whose voice belongs to whom. That being said, whoever has the annoying, whining voice when he gets excited should be ashamed of himself for dismissing those he claimed to be, quote, wonderful and good people, but too emotional. How effing dare you, you pompous a-hole?
0: Who did I say? was? They're talking about me. Uh, Except and, I
1: think I said that.
0: I do, and I am. I do have the whiny voice, and I am ashamed of myself. Excellent. Um, but uh, what? What? do you have any idea where? what I uh, was accusing somebody of? No, it
1: was actually me. I was accusing people of emotionalism when they're trying to solve this problem mm. of spouting off an emotional appeal and feeling like they've done something. And again, I don't fault people for being emotional. It's like the difference uh, I've had to gently and lovingly Coach my wife, uh, as to the difference between simple and simplistic. Emotion and emotionalism are different things. It's healthy and necessary to feel emotional, but to weep and shout at each other in an effort to solve a problem will never solve a problem. At some point, we need to calm down and be adults. That's what I was talking about. I thought I made myself clear. Um, On the other hand, this person is, is probably long gone, but I wish you well. God bless you. Oh, your dismissiveness of their people's outrage because you favor the NRA's absurdity makes you a complicit a-hole. All right.
0: Um, yeah. Then I,
1: we uh, sent someone sent this along. Uh, bulletproof backpacks for kids.
0: Yeah, I saw. Somebody. They're about
1: two hundred bones. Well, this one's two hundred and seventy dollars.
0: That's that's another one of those. And again, I'm I'm open to suggestions, but I'm not going to assume I know the answer. It's telling your kid if somebody comes in with a gun and at what age should you start telling him somebody comes in with a gun and starts shooting, put this in front of you to save your life, at what age does that do more good than harm? I, I don't know.
1: I would just tell you I would keep it vaguer than that. I would say if anybody ever tries to hurt you, this backpack is really sturdy. Put it in front of you. Use this backpack as a shield, like a superhero. Is there, and the discussion is over.
0: I know something about this in that I've got both kids in, um, in therapy for mm-hmm. the horrifying event that I described a while back. And the guy's going to go to prison, probably, mm-hmm. uh, over it. But there is, there's something really important, especially to young kids, of having certain places where they feel entirely safe. Home and school are, are two of those places. Mm-hmm. If if you take that away, I don't know what that does to them, that they no longer feel safe there, that this is a dangerous place. Really interesting. You have to be on the alert. Yeah. Having places where you feel completely safe, you have no apprehension, is really a big deal
1: for all people, but especially yeah. children. That's interesting. I know a lot of people have grown up with no feeling like that at all. At I their know. school. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I know. And, and yeah. that's got to have effect. Yeah. Oh, and, God, it's complicated. And, and, Ooh, yeah. dog.
0: So we'll get to clips of the week in a little bit. Oh, yeah, take your texts at 415 295 KFTC. 415 295
1: KFTC. It's the death of taboos. Yesterday finally made me quit being a Republican. Uh, All sorts of different thoughts and sub thoughts and gun ownership. The nation doesn't need a gun conversation. Some of the subject lines I'm looking at.
2: Huh.
0: I would think we do just, if nothing else, for informational purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: This is Armstrong
1: and Getty, the voice of the West. The
3: Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I just realized. Oh boy! I was thinking. Bit, ironically, maybe, but I was
1: thinking of Jimi Hendrix there. I,
0: uh, no, not even ironically. I've never called a really? woman foxy.
1: I remember back in the '70s, she's a fox. I mean, that was the description.
0: Yeah, I may have said that, but uh, I've never called anybody foxy. Boy, you're looking foxy. It <laughs> <just> seems funny. <laughs> it really, especially does. coming out of me for some really? reason.
1: Finally, justice, justice, the Parkland College, Illinois. Community College Wikipedia page has been updated. Notable alumni right at the top. Joe Getty, radio host, Armstrong and Getty, half conscience of the nation. (laughs) (laughs) So somebody updated Wikipedia that fast? Yes. I've never tried to update a Wikipedia page of you. Is it hard? Uh, You know what? I am going to at some point. I have to apply because we have a, like a protected page or something. I don't know what the terminology is. People can't F with our page anymore because they've F with it too much. Often in hilarious fashion. Because we asked them to. Right, exactly. At some point, I would like to edit our page because it's wildly inaccurate. And it's just there's no point in having not right stuff on there. It's not the least bit entertaining or funny or ironic or anything. It's just inaccurate. Yeah. and And it's not like. I take ourselves that seriously, but there's just no point in having it be inaccurate when in 10 minutes I could correct it.
0: Yeah, well, if you ever, for some reason, have your own Wikipedia page or a business or whatever like that, you realize, Hmm. I mean, because I I go to Wikipedia for info all the time. Why do I believe it, given the fact that the only page I actually know for certain the information on, the one about us, is way off, Right. right? So why do I look at other like celebrities or whatever pages and think they mean anything? Yeah. Um, uh, do you ever give money to Wikipedia when they ask for money? You know, I have. I have too. Yeah, because I, I use it so
1: much. Oh, there's the Doug Stefan incident. That's still on Wikipedia for oh, us. Wow. Most of our they, like the history of the show and everything is um, is gone. Let's see. Blah 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 blah. Show is hosted by Jack and Joe. The talk show format is a mixture of libertarian political commentary, observations on local, national, and international news, as well as reflections on social issues presented with humor. It's accurate enough.
0: Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. yeah, it's in the eye of the beholder. I yeah, understand. Absolutely. Yeah. The presented the with Dug's, humor. Well, put, the only well, put that in quotes. Presented well, right, with humor.
1: Attempted humor. <laughs> um, and then the only uh, the only real section is the Doug Stefan incident. <laughs> In which we were t- tipped off by a listener that a fellow radio talk show host, Doug Steffen, had been stealing audio material from our show, editing it, and using it in his show in an attempt to portray it as if he was speaking to the caller.
0: That's
3: a damn funny story. So oh, it's absolutely he was, hilarious. He wasn't even just stealing, like, thing. he was stealing callers. Yes. yes. It's like he was breaking would, into yep. a bank and stealing all the pennies. Well, well, so but,
0: somebody who listened to our show one time was listening to Doug Steffen late at night and heard the same call... That they'd heard on our program on his show.
1: But then they would also, like, <laughs> reply to the callers saying what we had said.
0: <laughs> so we busted on him, and then his response also was hilarious. So. Oh, Listen,
1: boys. Yeah. He, he <laughs> attempted tempted- to lecture us that, listen, we're all in, uh, you know, the business together. We all have good jobs. Let's not mess with each other's hustle. To his credit, he came on the
0: air to, uh, to talk about it, but he didn't yeah. give us a bit of a lecture. Yeah, it was hilarious. Listen,
1: boys. Uh, listen, yeah. boys. Well, it's time to take a fond uh, look back, not at the Doug Stefan incident, but at the week that was. It's Cow, Clips of the Week.
3: I want to make Reese Witherspoon proud. <laughs> I think you did today. <laughs> well, I hope I did.
2: No Olympic loser in any division has ever won four goals. What a huge mistake in a 12! The swamp won, and the American taxpayer lost.
3: What is the part of North Korea we're not seeing yet? uh Poverty and oppression. What are you supposed to do with yourself? So I was just on social media and I just tweeted my feelings.
2: I'm gonna shoot this arrow right into your heart. No matter where you go or where you hide, love will find you.
1: I'm not sure in the 240 some odd year history of this nation we've ever faced a competitor and potential adversary of this scale, scope, and capacity.
2: Just listen to the classic Sam Cooke song, Cupid, draw back your bow, let your arrow go straight to my lover's heart. That's a kill shot, pal. You bleed out in 10 seconds. As I said,
0: and as the White House has said, uh, I I think the White House could have handled this better.
1: Sean White, what? Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of a nation.
2: Ah! What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Florida high school shooting suspect here in voices now on suicide watch. That more coming up Mm. minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Dang it. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I believe the New Yorker went big with one of their most famous reporters now on the Trump had affair with Playmate story.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the title. Donald Trump, a Playboy model and a system for concealing infidelity with a really dramatic black and white with splashes of red illustration and 2,000 words of boiling prose.
0: Does anybody care? Is there anything exciting in there? Because I have I've I've assumed since practically the first time I've, I laid-eyed on Donald Trump right. that he's the sort of guy that has affairs with playmates. So I think that's the missing ingredient in this that nobody's, mm. nobody's surprised. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips.
2: Well, the 19-year-old accused of carrying out that massacre at a South Florida school has indeed confessed to police. He also reportedly told investigators he'd heard voices in his head telling him what he needed to do to carry out the attack. He is now reportedly so upset about what he's done, he's been placed on suicide watch in the Broward County Jail, and they are watching him very, very carefully.
0: So, a couple of the things from earlier today, if you didn't hear them, the fact that the police had been to his house 37 times right. in seven years is right. one story, and then the fact that he he did get out of there. He, he ran off with the kids, put down his guns and ran off with the kids, ran right. off the campus and then went to McDonald's and sat down and had a meal. He actually made
1: several stops and just kind of wandered yeah. around until a cop saw him, recognized him, said, get on the ground, and he got on
2: the ground.
0: Yeah.
2: Put his hands behind his back, they he's, cuffed him and let he's him away. clearly yeah. crazy. Yeah. Meanwhile, in
1: one form or another, yeah.
2: Yeah, meanwhile, the gun shop where the alleged gunman in the uh, Florida school shooting bought a rifle is closing down. Lawyers for the owners of Sunrise Tactical Supply talk to reporters and they say, they are scared the owners are scared for their safety and they feel horrible about the incident so they're shutting down their store
0: yeah that'd be disturbing you realize i mean it's no fault of theirs in my opinion but it'd be disturbing disturbing if you knew somebody who bought a gun at your store did that yep and uh, i don't i suppose you can't make this worse if your kid gets killed when you send them off to school but this kid is clearly so nuts the difference between taking all those lives and not taking all those lives is is nothing right in his in his crazy brain mm-hmm. I mean there he was afterwards just sitting there in the McDonald's apparently calmly God dang it we've we've it'd be nice if they can come up with a blood test or something right figure out who's so crazy that we need to keep an eye on them make sure they don't have guns. Because currently we have no good way to do it. Right.
2: It is now official. Former presidential candidate Mitt Romney is running for Orrin Hatch's Senate seat in Utah. Romney, uh, Romney, rather, making the announcement in this video. Given all that America faces, we feel that this is the right time for me to serve our state and our country. I ask for your support and your vote. Romney going on to add. I have decided to run for United States Senate. Because I believe I can help bring Utah's values and Utah's lessons to Washington.
1: Now, minister. I like this next line better. He said, "I think Utah is a better model for
3: yeah. Washington than Washington is a model for Utah." That's going to go over huge in Utah. Yeah, that's a good one. I like the music that he used; that was ripped straight from like a Power of Positive <laughs> Thinking retreat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say miniature, and, and you can be anything you want to be. You just have to think positively.
2: And, that's and, just fine. Mitt, 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 now, as your former ad hoc presidential campaign advisor, I just want you to know you can go ahead and call me anytime. This is not an endorsement, but I, like positive, Sean was kind of questioning the music you had running on <laughs> yeah, you. It was jivey, but that's part of why Mitt Romney isn't the didn't get to be
0: president of the United States, is he did a lot of things that were kind of jivey. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just a very...
2: Normal, nerdy, smart guy. Mm-hmm. Nice, honest dude. And again, he comes across a lot better in person than he was uh, coming across on TV in the debates and everything. I believe
0: it, but his, his efforts at trying yeah. to be anything are always... Jivy. Jivey, yeah. Yep. I, I wonder why he wants to be a U.S. Senator. I don't think he's going to say it out loud, but he's got his reasons. Is, is he trying... Do you think he wants to be... Um, you know, a balance to Trump in yes. some ways. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, I think he thinks there's a role for him. Yeah. He's a he's definitely at the point in his life where he wants to help his country. He doesn't need any money. His society. Yep. Right. I mean, you saw it doing the Olympics thing or whatever. He's just he's a guy who signs onto the committee and, and, and does the work.
2: So, you know, uh, I, for one, welcome his input. We'll see how it goes. It turns out Apple's new Cupertino headquarters is apparently a very dangerous place to work because of all the glass. (laughs) Local emergency services have been called at least twice, at least twice, to treat employees for cuts after they walked into the walls. Apple <laughs> Apple's not saying how many times this has happened. Cal hasn't launched an investigation yet, but insiders say a number of employees have been putting post-it notes on the multitude of glass doors and walls in the massive ring-shaped building to warn of their presence and to help keep people from oh, yeah. walking into them.
0: I worked at a radio station where we had to do that. So the, the control room and the production room yeah. were both um, like these, I don't know, They're the octagons that set up on a pedestal. It was really a cool design for the radio station. They were the focus. So, like, if people came in, you'd see people up there performing, like on stage. Mm. But anyway, it had sliding glass doors like you have at your house. And you just couldn't tell the door was there. <laughs> or the door was open a lot and you'd be running back and forth. Or you'd run out to get coffee and come back and somebody would shut the door. And me and other people smashed into those things all the time. You'd run full speed right into oh, the glass door. Oh, happened oh. all the time. And it was hilarious. Oh, my God, people would laugh hard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and heading into the weekend, it is time now to get a positive shot, Olympic medal meltdown. That's right. Looking at the value of the
3: medals won by each country based on their weight, we have uh, Norway sitting atop with just over six thousand dollars in winnings. Germany second place, fifty eight hundred. The Netherlands in third with just over five thousand. Canada thirty nine hundred. The USA in fifth place with thirty two hundred dollars worth of winnings. So a couple. What's a gold worth again? A gold five hundred change. Five hundred seventy seven dollars. So a couple of gold medals we could overtake Canada
1: and be in fourth. Yes. Is, Is there it? any more snowboarding? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So somebody broke their neck. You said, Sean.
3: Uh, there was a a Austrian snowboarder that broke, uh, fractured one of his vertebrae. So technically, yeah, yeah, broke, no. his, broke neck, his neck. Yeah. neck yeah. And apparently, he even finished the like he got up and finished the run, which oh, seems
2: impossible. Oh, oh. That the,
0: happens. Oh. Geez, I just saw a loser who had a horrifying-looking wreck, but she she apparently is okay. USA
3: Sore is the headline. And that's, very, very That's not <laughs> amazing. They've transitioned from the luge to a lot of the skeleton runs now, too, oh, yeah. which is the luge, but Where face first. Where they skin first.
0: you and just send your bones back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whose bones are fastest, Jim? Let's find out.
2: be watching the olympics this weekend Cheer the mighty fins on to victory and that's your news i'm marshall phillips and the armstrong and getty show the voice of the conscience of the nation i've had enough Uh, of your identity
1: politics the conscience
2: of a nation Uh, what there is
0: one gentleman who is going to emerge from these olympics a much bigger star than when he went in do tell we'll play a little from him coming up on the armstrong and getty show
2: Armstrong
1: and Getty The Voice of the West
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show
2: 28 years old, skating the best you ever have in your life, how do you explain that to
3: people? I can't explain witchcraft. I just feel like I'm coming into my own. I'm confident in who I am and what I'm doing. Um, I'm just having a great time. I'm having a great time.
2: So much support from so many different people, from Reese Witherspoon to Elmo. What has that meant to you?
3: Well, you know, on the spectrum from Reese Witherspoon to Elmo, I'm like excited at about like a Meryl Streep. <laughs> who was who that? That is uh American ice skater Adam Rip- Rippin. Mm. He's Fantastic. not the guy who, f- who floundered. That was uh uh no, that was a- Asian American fellow yeah. Justin, oh, Justin yeah. Chen, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he I was too bad. Bad. I have He's wrong. the only
0: guy who's ever landed five quadruples or or four quintuples. Right. Um <laughs> In one program, and it's <laughs> yeah. fallen on his backside several times in the last week. Poor guy.
1: Well, well and did we have the clip of uh, Adam Rippon? I think it was Adam Rippon talking about, because he's out of the medals, too, because he was like in sixth or something, and he said, it's all come, I won't do his voice because people will accuse me of something, um, but he said, it's all come down to how many quads, and I don't have any.
3: Well, no, he was the guy who had the, he, had, he didn't fall once, but finished behind. Neither have I. The two people who attempted more difficult jumps but fell in their routine. Right. So there was uh oh, what you, he
1: was perfect and he didn't
3: win. So, so there was some outrage. Over
1: so that. you could skate out like swallowing a sword with your hair on fire and try to do a triple sum- somersault and just die, but you'd you'd probably win the bronze. <laughs> Because of the degree of difficulty. Right.
0: Body. Nobody can do it, but it looks really
1: hard. Right. At least you tried. So, I think the rising star for the Olympics is that
0: announcer dude who's got the hair on the side of his head. Oh, who, the Hunger Games guy. Who, oh, Johnny Weir, yeah. Who dresses like a 50-year-old woman often. Yeah. He wears the same outfit like a 50-year-old woman. Elton Johns wear. is a role model. But... uh He is going to become something. He's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, and uh, you know, celebrity chef, and all this different stuff. He's having a good, good Olympics.
3: Yeah, he's America's most flaming sportscaster. Well, you
0: can't tune in and not think, "Who's that?" Right. True.
3: He, he actually admitted himself that he he his clothes were inspired by the Hunger Games.
2: We, uh, going into Sochi, Caesar, Caesar Flickerman was, was sort the, of yeah. my muse in pre- preparing and getting ready, except I can't laugh like he did in the movie. Uh, but now that people are finally getting it, it only took him four years. Well, and it's an incredibly dark
1: reference, you know, if you actually watch the movie. You know, making really sport of the death of... Children in a dystopian uh, nightmare.
0: Hungry people playing shoots and that, ladders. That's, that's what I thought
1: it was. That's actually what it is. That's yeah. our
0: glitteriest sport, by the way. No doubt about it.
1: Oh, my God, bar none. Our most besieguined sport. Right? Very <laughs> few hockey
0: players put glitter on their face.
1: <laughs> Not enough. Uh, that reminds me of my daughter's heading off to a uh, a college underwater hockey tournament in Michigan. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Google it. YouTube it. <laughs> it's an amazing sport. Uh, they say it's a sport that people who enjoy a good time enjoy. <laughs> I shouldn't. I should not tell this story. Oh, go ahead. Nah, I shouldn't. I can't. I didn't get her permission to tell it. Um, so, speaking of stories and permissions, so Donald Trump allegedly had this affair with this Playboy playmate, McDougal woman. No way. On November 4th, 2016, four days before the election, the Wall Street Journal reported that American Media Inc., the publisher of the National Enquirer, had paid $150,000 for exclusive rights to McDougal's story, which it never ran. I remember that. Trump's (laughs)
0: friends with the person who runs the National Enquirer or something? Yeah,
1: David Pecker. Purchasing a story, what? Purchasing a story in order to bury it is a practice that many in the tabloid industry call catch and kill. Um. If you ever get a tabloid story about us, go ahead. This is a favorite tactic of the CEO and chairman of AMI, David Pecker, who describes the president as a personal friend. As part of the agreement, AMI consented to publish a regular aging and fitness column by McDougal. After Trump won the presidency, however, AMI's promises largely went unfilled, according to McDougal. And last month, Trump's personal lawyer negotiated a separate agreement, blah, blah, blah. This was how many days before the election? Four. The Wall Street Journal reported it four days before the election.
0: It was a dang close election, but it wouldn't have made any difference. I don't I mean, think so. He survived the Billy Bush tape. The only people it's going to matter to, possibly, is like the evangelical crowd or something like that. And and they mm. they voted for him more than any person they've ever voted for.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It would make sense that it would make a difference to them, but it didn't. Uh-huh. They'd already come to terms with the guy who, policy-wise, is going to get stuff done for us is somebody we would not spend any time with. Apparently. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, to me it's self-evident, but I, I get that. Uh, and, you know, I'd love to do a long, boring analysis of this, but I won't, but... It's, I think back in the day when the notion of, listen, I'm not one party or the other. I vote for the person I think is the best person, the best leader, blah, blah, blah. I think that made sense when the Republican Party and the Democrat Party were, were very close together in most ideology, ideological ways. The real splitting of the left and the right is, is mostly, I'm talking about the last 50 years, a pretty recent phenomenon. So, I would vote for an idiot who was a free market uh, constitutional liberty guy um, before I'd vote for a, a paragon of virtue who's going to turn us into the socialist states of America. Does that make me a bad person? I don't think so.
0: There's plenty of other things that make you a bad person. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys going to do your uh, your final thoughts now? Hmm? Give uh, one last little amusing one-line quip? Hmm? Yeah? Maybe even a valuable life lesson to from the news stories of the day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, you guys go ahead and do that now. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from Marshall Phillips. Well, I got to tell you, great weekend shaping up Chinese New Year. year, of the dog today, kicking off a three-day holiday weekend for many because Monday is President's Day. Something for everyone. I'd forgotten. Yes. Yeah, we're working. Yeah, we'll be dressing up as our favorite president on mm-hmm. Monday.
0: Yep. I'm hoping to purchase a lock of uh,
1: Fillmore's hair. Mm, Wow. That would make the day
0: exciting.
2: Michelangelo, your final thought. Help stop illegal roadside fruit stands. Demand to see a seller's business license. If they don't have one, call 911 from your car and wait for SWAT. God
3: dang it. Positive, Sean, your final thought. (laughs) I'm off to go see the Black Panther this weekend. I'll have my full thoughts and review on the show Monday. Yeah. It's gonna be one of the biggest movies of the year. Uh, yeah,
0: and I didn't get to the the Twitter backlash about it not being woke enough. That is pretty entertaining. Beautiful, Jack. Do you have a final thought for us? I do. There are a number of conversations that I, I hope come out of this latest shooting. I mean, God, dang it! We could have some serious looks at the mental health thing, um, bullying, obviously guns, all this different stuff. Not sure we're in the right spot as a nation to do it though. To actually have a conversation without immediately digging in beforehand to one side or the other.
1: You know, in that spirit, my final thought is actually to quote Bill Murray, who said some interesting things about politics lately. Uh, He was talking about how uh, political discourse is degenerated into a clash of the clans every day. First thing in the morning, I'm quoting. He says, people are going to war about so much. Yeah. I would urge you. Listen, it's great to have opinions. It's good to have a point of view, and it's fine to disagree with others. But why y'all so damn angry all the time?
0: Sean's always talking about the dumbest ten percent on both sides controlling the conversation. You combine that with the ten or so percent on each side that you just is never going to budge from the position no matter what. You know,
1: I'm sorry, you're controlling the conversation right now. I've got to point that out. Well, in keeping with what I said. <laughs> and- the defense rests.
0: <laughs> the lack of exception that proves the rules. What that is. Uh, or something. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another <laughs> grueling
1: four-hour workday. So many people thank you at armstrongandgettyradio.com. Share your feelings with us. We'll see you Monday. God bless America.
2: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Valerina, Owen oh, from Not Planning, Miss Donna Mills.
3: Oh, she was a sport. We've had. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this still comes found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven, still doing this show.
2: See you some other time! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.